You're listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast. Um, That's you, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we we were throwing. I think we threw on a couple ideas. Uh, I man, there was this one great one that I wish I would have thought of first. There's a, a three friends actually called the Great Outdorks on Instagram, which I thought was the coolest name ever. Unfortunately, someone else thought of it and used it, so that was out. Um, and Chelsea was like, you know, I want something a little bit obscure, you know, not just so we were thinking a little bit, you know, uh, something just indirectly Florida. And then uh, I think the so Madcaps has a few different meanings, but it's like an eccentric and we all three of us have an eccentric love of Florida that we express with our overloaded schedules and, uh, <laughs> and everything else that, that, that takes us, you know, around the state, we're just enjoying it. And, um, I think that's, that's where that kind of that ties it together right there. That was the Florida Madcaps, a trio of Florida outdoor enthusiasts, some of who you may already know, Chris and Chelsea Stevens of the Sunshine State Seekers and Ryan Worthington, the Florida excursionist. Chris and Chelsea have already been on the Orange Blaze podcast before in February 2019 and May of 2020, but this is the first time I've gotten to speak with Ryan. Chris, Chelsea, and Ryan recently launched the Florida Madcaps podcast, a recreation and conservation podcast about Florida's outdoors. I, for one, am so glad that they had the idea to do this podcast because it was a niche that needed to be filled. Florida is full of wonderful public green spaces for residents to explore, but the trio offer a unique point of view on the subjects they cover from conservation to education and even the environmental activism required to keep these lands open for public use. We had a great conversation and I really hope it will lead you to add the Florida Madcaps to your podcast feed. All right, on to my conversation with Chris, Chelsea, and Ryan. I am excited to have both, both, all three of you guys on the podcast and I was extremely excited when I saw y'all were doing a podcast together and because it was like a really cool um, niche that I felt it was Florida needed, a broad topic, broad topics about Florida nature and the outdoors. And so I'm glad you guys are both, or all three of y'all are willing to come on the podcast tonight. If you're not familiar with the Florida Madcaps, it's the Sunshine, Sunshine State Seekers and uh, the Florida Excursionist. And Sunshine State Seekers have been on the podcast before, but I have never actually spoken to Ryan before, the Florida excursionist. So let's start with you, with you, Ryan. If you want to introduce yourself, tell uh, folks a little bit about yourself. And I don't really know too much of, I went through your, your Instagram and your YouTube, of course, familiar with what you guys do, but um, maybe a little bit about you. And you seem to be very environmental advocate uh, awareness. And I want to hear more about that. Sure. Um, so I'm a, a Florida native. I grew up in Florida. I was, uh, my father was a Florida State Park Ranger. So I grew up in uh, Florida State Parks. And um, I, I really, you know, that, that uh, I've really always had an affinity for the outdoors in Florida. Um, as I became a teenager, I got away from it uh, a little bit because uh, being immersed in it all the time, I kind of wanted to hang out at the mall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, as I've seen Florida change over the decades, uh, it, it kind of got me a little bit concerned, um, as I've seen the Springs, uh, visibly decline a lot of algae, uh, in some of the Springs that were just pristine when I was a kid. So I, I started to get more involved. I took some master naturalist classes 
became a Florida master naturalist is like my hobby. And, and I just, I try and, um, on my Instagram, you'll see it, but uh, I try and make, uh, you know, the, the Floridians aware of what are these great things that we have going on in the state um, and, and how they're, and why they're worth preserving. You know, they're, they're very, they're out there and they're, they're, they're special and that they need to be preserved because uh, I know how it is. You can get, you live in the suburbs, you commute 15 minutes to work. And the only experience you're going to have with wildlife sometimes is the um, opossums and the raccoons that get in your trash and the armadillos digging up your yard. And if that's your only experience with some of the, you know, some of the wildlife and special things of Florida, it may not be worth, uh, look like worth preserving. Um, and so I, I, from that, I realized that uh, there's a lot of special interest in Florida that, and um, that, that get things through the legislature pretty efficiently. So recently I've focused a little bit more on activism and making people aware of, hey, these, especially this session, that these bills are going, you know, right through committee and, uh, you know, they're going to land on the governor's desk and they're going to have some very real and serious impacts for our state, particularly in the natural areas. Yeah. Well, I, I think that was what was most interesting to me is because you're you're telling people, here's this bill, here's how you can, you know, write to your representatives and tell them what you think about this bill and, you know, give a little bit more information because I think people read a bill and they really don't, you know, sometimes there's a lot of lingo and jargon that pe- people don't always understand. It's not straightforward. So I thought I appreciated that. And it's also something I've been getting into here in Texas. We're about to lose a state park and uh, trying to keep up with the proposals on how they're going to keep it. And so I've been listening to committee meetings and understanding how all of that works. And so it's a real um, learning experience for me. And I just, you know, I think we all get this basic understanding of how our government works in high school and maybe a little bit in college. And then it, it but it's just basic we don't really understand the nitty-gritty of how things work and and then how much it actually applies to us later on and how much how important it is to be able to understand what's happening all the time and people are making decisions so i appreciated that you you're talking about that and bringing that to to floridians um and just seeing the drastic changes between you know the springs and how how polluted and algae filled they are. Um, that's just devastating also. Okay, so we're gonna switch to uh, Chelsea and Chris Stevens, the Sunshine State Seekers. And you guys have been on the podcast before, but I think that's like been almost five years ago, or probably four years ago. So what are you guys up to these days? There's a bit, y'all have done a lot of different interesting things in the last four years. Yeah, we're actually so busy that we're doing less with um, writing for our blog uh, than we would like to, uh, but still keeping the Instagram active and doing other things as well. Uh, Chris now is a writer for FloridaHikes.com. So, you know, it's it's funny because when we started our blog, one of the articles I looked up is like, are you going to make money from this? And they're like, no, you're not. (laughs) But if you love it, do it. And uh even though we don't make money directly from the blog, that actually ended up more becoming um, a, a conscious thing, keeping that just a fun thing for us. It's offered us so many opportunities elsewhere. Um, like I said, him with his job now. Uh, and then he also works for uh, Far Out Apps as well, kind of together. They um, they have a partnership with FloridaHikes.com. It's opened so many doors for us. Yep. Um, and we just... We stay busy for sure. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm currently on the board of uh, directors for Florida Trail Association, which all of my stuff is still volunteer. Uh, but I, I uh, have my day job to help uh, pay the bills. <laughs> so, yeah, I was gonna. I was wondering, did that? I wasn't sure if the board of directors votes and all of that had been tallied. So you're on now. Uh, well, I'm on. I'm on. Uh, sorry, I'm. I'm still under. What are the the qualified candidates for election i think the um not quite yet a couple more days it, right? yeah two more days it ends on the 30th that's when they'll tally up all the votes and let everyone know okay. um and as much as i want to be on it if i'm not on it it's not that i already am not busy enough so <laughs> i'll still do as much as i can for the florida trail either way well, she's been very active with our local chapter yeah i was gonna say program. yeah yeah, I'm the program coordinator, but because that one requires me to be in person a lot and I am expecting a baby, I am transferring to the media coordinator role. Um, and I think our, I'm going to be our chapter, not chapter chair, but uh, in charge of their media stuff too, like our email account and things like that. Okay. Okay. But yeah, you guys are always out volunteering and doing different things with Native Plant Societies, the Florida Trail Association, State Forests. And I feel like every weekend you guys even during the weeks even y'all are have a very active life <laughs> yeah we were hiking yesterday at a seminole county water management district land mm -hmm. and it's not even far from our house and i can't believe i'd never been there before because it was like as soon as we got there i was just like oh my gosh i miss this setting so much it had been a while since i've been in a st john's river floodplain um or at least that like with the big oak hammocks and oh yeah the when it's real dense with the palms like that, that's that's like uh, down south Florida. Like I almost that. like cried because I didn't realize how much I missed it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think Ryan was talking when we were talking before before we started recording officially um, a little bit about how you guys met. But maybe you guys want to go back through that because you guys both interested in the outdoors. How did that overlap? How did you guys come to know each other? I just uh, would see him post on Instagram a lot. Uh, and a lot of times he would post, say, I remember one in particular, he posted a video or pictures of him cleaning up trash uh, while on the water uh, and snorkeling and stuff. And um, from the Springs and we were there either just before or right after him, we always kept crossing paths and we'd never met in person until just uh, I think it'll be April, it'll be a year where we finally got to meet in person. And that was at the Florida Springs Council event. And Chris and I were checking people in as volunteers. And he came, I want to say around the corner, but it was like outside. And like he came from under a, some kind of covered pagoda or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's Ryan. <laughs> and luckily he didn't mind that I like ran up to him and hugged him. <laughs> that was a great event too. Yeah. Well, okay. So maybe. Yeah. So I think that evening we were like. Sorry, go ahead. I, I think there's a lag. So Sorry. I think we're all like. <laughs> no, I was going to say that evening we were hanging out and and we, uh, we got along so well that we, we said, well, we got two beds in our hotel. So why don't you stay here the next night? And we, we stayed up all night just chatting. Mm. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> That's cool. Do you have anything to add Ryan or. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the, um, yeah, I, I remember I was, uh, we connected on Instagram and we were both hitting state parks pretty hard. We had our state park passport and, uh, I was comparing notes as them as I was usually behind them visiting, you know, different state parks. Like, Hey, what'd you think of this one? Was it easy to stamp here? Da, 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 da. 
And um, yeah, it was, uh, and when I did not expect to see them at the, the, um, the spring summit last year, and I'd only booked one night because I was like, I don't know, I'm an introvert and it's a lot of people. And I don't know if I'm going to enjoy this. And then we ran into each other. Yeah, we instantly recognized each other out there um, where they were showing this, this, uh, the screening for this movie. And we we're like, hey, you know, like we just felt like I saw some celebrities. And then, um, yeah, we ended up hanging out the whole weekend, hiking and doing all kinds of fun stuff. And um, yeah, that's. And then after that, we just, uh, we've always uh, periodically hung out with each other. Nice. Nice. So, and that brought you guys to deciding to start the Florida Madcaps podcast. Uh, when did that kind of start hatching begin on that podcast idea? That was Ryan's brainchild. So I'll let him uh, talk more about that one. <laughs> um, I, 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 with Florida State Parks, and um, I love uh, Florida history too. Just love it as much as I love the, you know, the natural resources. So I volunteered at Marjorie Kenning Rollins uh, State Park, and I was giving a tour that day, and I ran into a, a by chance a Florida author, who uh, uh, Kathy Salustri, who I really uh, enjoyed her book, and she invited me on her podcast. And I want to do something a little bit more besides Instagram. I had fun on the podcast. Um, blogs just, I've tried it before and it was just a ton of work. And, um, I thought, man, I want to do the podcast was, was not too bad. So I, I asked her, I said, what, do you have any tips? She goes, yeah, don't do it alone. <laughs> it's, like, it's rough if you do it by it yourself. Is, it is. And I said, okay, uh, I know who I can ask. So, um, yeah, I asked Chris and Chelsea and they, they said yes. And then, uh, over the course of a few months, we, uh, we got some gear together. They, they they came up and designed a logo and and got a like a, an opening intro song. We all kind of put it all together and um, it uh, and it just took it and it's uh, we we started it a couple months ago and it's great. I think uh, we each add something really great. I enjoy uh, Chelsea's uh, chipperness and uh, how she kind of balances Chris and I out. So it's it's it's. It's I enjoy it. I enjoy recording with them because it is a lot of fun. I think it's funny that you decided to do the podcast because a blog took too much time. And I know this is taking a lot of your time. <laughs> I was going to say a blog taking time. You do think a podcast? Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait till you're editing everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, he does. He does yeah. it all. That's what I'm saying. We show up. <laughs> oh, OK. So, yeah, that's really kind of like like serendipitous between you guys meeting, having the same address and, you know, the podcast idea working out so well um, for the Sunshine State Seekers as well to, to join in on that. Um, how do you guys kind of come up with topics? I know, you, obviously, you guys really like state parks and springs. Is that how kind of where you began? We've uh, been getting together and uh, via text or phone call or in person and kind of just shooting ideas off of each other. Um, and usually just picking the ones that we're all excited about because some of us, um, like Chris is more knowledgeable on some things than I am and then Ryan's more knowledgeable on some things, you know, more than we are. So we try to find stuff that we all know at least something about, um, or, uh, we just recorded one the other day where I'd say you knew the most about, uh, what was With that? Blackwater? With a Gucci. Oh, yeah. yeah. So okay. it's funny because people will ask me all the time, how do you know so much? I'm like, I don't. And I have the worst memory 
and it, he knows it all. I just spit it out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, between all three of us, we've got so much experience to to add to it. And I think the um, the most interesting ones, and, and like you said, we we go back and forth with the uh, text and stuff like that. But when we when we sit down uh, the last couple of times at uh, at Ryan's. Um, Ryan's house is really cool, there. by the way. It is, it is. <laughs> but the the way we just brainstorm and, and put stuff down on paper, and we're like, boom, boom, boom. We recorded what four, five episodes, just one after another. We did and, five on a and Saturday. It, everything just oh, when wow. we're sitting at the table chatting, everything just comes. We're just we're just shooting it and just having it. It's it's a just talking between each other, having such a great time. So it's basically recording a conversation as if you guys were just having drinks over dinner but not so <laughs> yeah they, they have the drinks i have the dinner <laughs> yeah right right <laughs> we uh yeah that's pretty much it i think we we all have our uh, a list of what we you know you know kind of what we like and then we balance it off each other and it, it goes from almost through an informal ranking process of like all right what do you think about this episode or have we just have i just been there recently it's fresh in my mind um, and that, and it, uh, and again, it just, it's, it's a conversation, um, amongst friends and the fact that we're friends is it helps. The other thing too, is we do have a, just a, you know, a variation in where we're really passionate about. I'll hike during the day. I don't, I don't hike it. Uh, I, I don't do many multi-day hikes. I'm not opposed to them. It's just, I'm very strategic of where I'm hitting and, and I don't do it, but Chris and Chelsea have a lot of expertise in that area. So it helps that we we are aligned in our our values of of how we're passionate about Florida, but uh, we have uh, some variation in uh, how we express that. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I actually I'm I, I'm actually kind of jealous that you guys have that because I'm like I wish I had someone to to podcast with, and I'm jealous that you guys can just sit down and and record so many things back to back at the back. It just sounds. So, um, I mean, it's convenient to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's yeah. nice to have a backlog of, yeah. uh, things to post and not have to like stress about it. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which is why I'm bulking <laughs> all of mine up and in, into big comps now, instead of doing them every month. So, <laughs> so I understand completely. Um, so we'll go back to the madcap part. How did, did that part come up? Like whose idea was for the madcap and what's a madcap exactly? um that's you right <laughs> <laughs> so we we were throwing i think we threw around a couple ideas uh i man there was this one great one that i wish i would have thought of first there's a, a three friends actually called the great outdorks on instagram which i thought was the coolest name ever unfortunately someone else thought of it and used it so that was out um and chelsea was like you know i want something a little bit obscure you know not just so we were thinking a little bit, you know, uh, something just indirectly Florida. And then uh, I think the, so Madcaps has a few different meanings, but it's like an eccentric. And we all three of us have an eccentric love of Florida that we express with our overloaded schedules and, uh, <laughs> and everything else that, that, that takes us, you know, around the state. We're just enjoying it. And um, I think that's, that's where that kind of that ties it together right there. And nice. it wasn't until I was uh, putting the logo together that I was like, wait, we all wear different hats, like literally and figuratively. I got my weird little teepee hat 
Ryan sometimes has his bucket hat. Chris has a ball cap, you know, and we yeah. all do different things. So I kind of thought that like kind of madcaps and everyone having a different hat, uh, like I said, literally and figuratively really fit with that. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Well, really I actually pops it off. Well, I think the graphic you guys came up with was was spot on. It was good. So kudos to that you. one was it was fun yeah. for me because well, I was like really I don't know. I get nervous for like if I use this image, someone's gonna like come and like sue me or something. If <laughs> so, I'm like, how do I make this like completely unique? So all, the, our logos made all from photos from our hikes. So the trees are all real trees. It's a silhouette. The the pictures are really pictures of us. The trail is a trail we had hiked like the week before I did the logo. So everything in it is from um, our actual experiences. Nice. Um, I want to talk about the Florida Springs Council a little bit because you guys recently announced that they're a partner in with your podcast and that's how you guys met. And I think you guys both have a lot of experience with the Florida Springs Council. What is it? And I'm probably going to actually have reach out to them to have them on the podcast at some point in the future as well. But maybe you guys can talk a little bit about your experience with the Florida Springs Council and why they are a partner of your podcast. Um, Chris and I started with them right before covid like i I swear it was like the week before (laughs) before that became a thing we became um communication advisory board members and we did a little boat tour of the hidden springs of the oklawaha yeah they had the drawdown that year so they took us on a pontoon boat um as part of this introduction to being involved with the springs council and it was a pretty pretty cool introduction i mean they, they they drove us around like like i said to the uh these hidden springs that are drowned out by the Oklahoma, which is one of the biggest, um, biggest topics um, Mm -hmm. regarding that sort of thing. Yeah. But because like right after that, they shut down everything. We had like kind of a period. We didn't really do much with them. They didn't really, I mean, everything was more fighting legislation and stuff online, but not really active. Um, But I think Ryan's a lot better at speaking on some of those topics. So we'll hand it over to him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm I'm a lot uh, more newly affiliated with the Florida Springs Council, but um, I was really attracted to what they do. So there's a, a lot of different environmental uh, advocacy organizations, but the Florida Springs Council specifically will um, seek justice for the springs. Uh, they just won a lawsuit against the Department of Environmental Protection because there's you know some laws stating that. Uh, you know, they they designated these outstanding Florida Springs and they need to be protected within a certain time period. If I'm not mistaken, it was maybe 20 years that uh, the things that were affecting them, like the, the nutrient pollution and all that should all be cleaned up. Well, the path they were taking was definitely not getting them there. And it was a, a multi-year lawsuit um, by the Florida Springs Council that, uh, that they ultimately won on appeal. And um, so to, to make sure that the, the, the Department of Environmental Protection lives up to that, um, they're also suing uh, Nestle, who's, who's, you know, bottling uh, out of the Ginny Springs. So this this justice, you know, of that, that I crave when I see that, you know, all these wrongs being done uh, drew me to them. And they're extremely supportive uh, to anyone that wants to help. There's there's a group of us um that just we support them in our own way i do um videos um where you know i'll I'll discuss different things about the springs and about 
uh, other things going on, maybe with some of these bills. But uh, they give us the freedom of saying, hey, you know, our, our values align here. Uh, this is how, you know, I'd like to contribute. Can you guys use that? And they're like, sure. And so they're extremely supportive, even for our podcast. Uh, they they offered, hey, this would be a, a great partnership. So, um, uh, yeah, we, we, we kind of promote each other on it. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, hearing so much about, and not just from you guys, I see it from a couple other Florida folks that I follow, you know, constantly going to talk about how degraded the springs are, you know, how bad the lakes are getting. I mean, in the news, just how bad the Indian, Indian river lagoon is and red tide on the West coast. It just seems like there's just environmental <laughs> disaster after disaster going on in Florida. You guys have talked about like a little bit about that on your podcast so far, but is there anything, I mean, besides the Springs, other environmental issues that are both that are pertinent to you guys right now that you might be addressing in the future or just maybe personally invested in? Um, well, Chris, especially I would say, well, both of us, but he is also now a member or a board of what, what's the name of the board you're on with Seminole County. Oh yeah. The uh, parks and preservation board with our County. So I can hopefully have some input with um, that sort of thing and, and and getting more conservation land, maybe. So he's taking after his uh, his uh, grandfather's footsteps, oh. who was a very vocal Seminole County resident and at every board of or commissioners meeting saying, don't do that. You're <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So a few people remember him and they're like, oh, Stan, you know, <laughs> he, he was really well known. For, for getting involved with the county stuff and 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 preservation of our, our rural life the rural lifestyle he lived out here actually not too far from where we do in chileota now and one of the things we're really fighting here it seems like constantly it's kind of chilled out a little bit is we have a rural boundary that uh, developers are always trying to break into um so just fighting and off these developers or if for some reason they are given a piece of property um having strict guidelines of what they're allowed to do there and just being very involved you have to I, he's online all the time just looking and trying to find stuff i think today he was like look at this piece of land Seminole county owns it i don't know what they're doing with it we need to keep an eye on it you know <laughs> So, so uh, Chris, just to ask you about that, I'm kind of curious, are you like asking, are you trying to like talk to Seminole County and be like, Hey, we should preserve this land. Or you're thinking like Seminole County is going to like sell the land or you don't really know what they're doing. I've, I've been to one meeting so far. Um, and I don't want to say that it's, it's complicated, but it's, it's a, it's actually a, a board where each commissioner, we have five commissioners and each one um, appoints a few people to this board and, and we're, basically advisors to the uh, to the chairman. Um, so when they have questions about what they should be doing with the trails, what they should uh, uh, what what places uh, acquire properties and stuff like that. But but then the, the way the conversation went and they don't really approach people to um, acquire properties. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm supposed to say that. But people come to them. They can they'll only if people come to them that, that that's the only way that it that it works. So okay. again, I don't know all that much about it, but but I'm I'm learning um I learned quite a bit from that that first meeting. And they do have a, a comprehensive plan on how they intend to go forward to to fund their natural lands program to acquire more funds. So it's it's really it's really cool to be a part of. 
One of the things I know he spoke up on because he told me when he got home is uh, just pushing more native uh, plants and stuff like that at our parks um, just because it promotes a healthy habitat. They usually thrive more here, require less watering. It's beneficial to the animals and stuff. So that's something we're both passionate about. And I can say, Misty, from our first conversation, our first podcast together, we um, talked a little bit about things we like doing when we're hiking. And at the time, we were big geocachers. And I remember you saying, oh, I used to be in geoca- into geocaching, yeah, yeah. but now I just look for plants. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened. We don't really care about geocaching at all. It's fine. It got us out there. So that's great. But plants are so much cooler. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what is this? You know, yeah. you go out there and that, that's that for us, that's a huge draw of biking now. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Do you like to look at plants at all? Um, I, uh, I am not as much of a plant person as Chris and Chelsea. I do really enjoy hiking with them because I absorb a lot of what they say. Uh, well, as long as my short-term memory will, will hold it, but, um, <laughs> the, uh, yeah, they, it's just, it's constant education on, uh, the plants, um, their habitat, you know, what makes them special. I, I learned so much. We hiked two days ago and for, well, I think it was five miles. And the whole time in a, in a habitat I was pretty familiar with. And uh, yeah, Chris and Chelsea were just pointing out all, all this great stuff. So I, I have a better appreciation for it um, just being with them. And I'd like to say that I'm really happy that they're in Seminole County doing what they're doing because with all that pristine area there that's in close proximity to Orlando, it is a huge target for development. And it needs folks like them there to, you know, uh, kind of make sure. I don't know, maybe staying in the way, I would say, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, just to to uh, make sure that yeah, everything's done responsibly. But, you know, we've we've lost in my I live in Clay County and we've lost so much development and it, it doesn't seem to be slowing down. No, and, and I kind of Chris, I was really asking that question, honestly, for myself, because it's the same situation here in Texas. It's just development, development, development. And we are just seeing I'm in a ruralish area as well and we're just seeing these huge tracts of land just cleared and they're going to be built for i don't know what and i don't know if the county is even caring what's being taken away so i was kind of more thinking of myself for an advocate standpoint like what i should be thinking about but you know i know florida is suffering you know so terribly from from development and um you know i hate to hear that i think i saw some videos of you ryan you have looks like you had like a nice chunk of land uh, that you lived on. So I hate to hear that, you know, that area is being developed as well. It's, it's, it's not here yet, but it's, uh, definitely on its way. Um, but, um, yeah, we've, we just had a bill, uh, that sailed through committee and, um, we'll probably land on the governor's desk, uh, was it house bill three, five, nine, where, um, it came out of Jacksonville, a representative out of Jacksonville, where they're trying to, um, develop right up against this preserve, um, and it could have. And these homeowners are trying to sue. Basically, what it says: if you, if 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 they do like a comprehensive uh, like plan change to zoning, allow developer to 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 uh, develop right next to this preserve where he, there was a buffer area, and these people sue. If they lose, they have to pay not only like the court costs, but the attorneys' fees of these developers. So it's making the average homeowner community or small organization on the hook for like they'll be competing fi- with the financial resources of like 
you know, uh, Fortune 500 companies or, you know, or developers or anything like that. And it's absolutely horrible. And it's, and with the legislature, especially there's, you know, we're kind of a little bit gerrymandered with uh, all that just sailing right through. Um, it, it looks like, uh, you know, the, the, it's trying to silence the voice of dissent against development in Florida. And it's, it's very sad. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's very disappointing. I, I know, you know, I, I look at Texas and our public land situation and I look at Florida and think, okay, you guys have so much public land. And I know there's so many people fighting to take that land away. And even though you guys have, have that land, it's, it's not guaranteed. And, um, I think a lot of people probably take it for granted. It's good to know yeah, the, to stand up for it. Yeah, the, the permanence isn't necessarily as permanent as it seems when you're looking at it. I mean, I, I think um, even you could be analogous with the Florida Trail as well, that it, that it gets kicked off a of land and then back on a road walk when you think that, oh, we were, we would be here for a while, you know. Same with the public lands. And, and you, you've got um, an issue there in Texas, where you wouldn't think a, a state park of all places yeah. is is really up in the air to just. <laughs> and we had uh, the the water management district, St. John's Water Management District, that uh, if somebody didn't rate. catch it, yeah, they were they going to, to say we have all this surplus land with trails and everything on it that, that we can sell this to developers and, <laughs> and try to, to to shuffle it in with some other paperwork. So, it, it, fortunately, we've got people like us and and a whole lot of other people who have eyes on this and can speak out but like ryan's saying um i guess you're getting tired of people speaking up and what can we do about that right right oh just awful <laughs> um so i mean do you guys anticipate on talking about like you talked about state parks you talked about some of these issues uh you've had this word florida springs council on uh your podcast to talk about those issues but do you think you'll be broaching more of those topics in the future? Yeah, definitely. Um, and the way our podcast, uh, we wanted to have three points, conservation, recreation, and my exploration. Brain's not exploration. exploration. <laughs> so, so we and no just, particular order. No particular order. Not no, no one is more important than the other. It's three branches working together, um, and just promoting all of them. And kind of my goal is for, and it doesn't always happen for every episode, but to touch on all three of those. Um, if we're talking about the state forests, you know how what ones are preserved, how they became that way, um, what you can do there, uh, what out-of-the-box things you can do, like maybe not on a paved trail or something a little more thrilling for those who are looking for it. Um, we try to touch on all of those topics. So I don't really want it to be weighed heavily towards one of the three things, kind of just like an equal mix of everything. And like when we do um, interviews, say, with the Springs Council, that one's definitely going to be more geared towards conservation. Um, and then we'll do other ones more geared towards exploration. You know, th yeah. that's kind of the goal of the podcast, the uh, format. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, I think it's important. I'm I'm heavy. On, uh, my passion is about the activism. But if, if it's just if I'm just um, driving, you know, these these are these points home, like as I do on my Instagram, uh, there's a balance we have to i think as as a podcast we have to show people hey th these are what makes these things great these these areas special 
and 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 along with that um it's it's inherently important to protect them i mean um what uh, was it last year split oaks forest you know got the green light that that was a protected area that was that was uh, an area set aside because if i'm not mistaken because the development offset it you know years before and now they're putting a toll road through it a little over 10 years ago you know, the idea was being kicked around with the legislature and under uh, Governor Scott at the time of putting golf courses in state parks. Yeah. So it's like there's this never ending assault of foolishness. And once this stuff is developed, you don't see it return back to like, you know, this this pristine habitat. Um, I know there's an old uh, Seminole era uh, fort kind of not remains, but this is the area where it was. They've done excavating. You know, and, and right now a developer bought it. It wasn't protected in any way. So a developer has has the property and it's going to be a subdivision. So. God. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I mean, it's the same here. And I just, it's, it's the same with the state park. Chris, I think you've read some of the things I've shared. And it's just like, I guess I don't have the mind of a, of a developer and a billionaire mindset. So it's really hard for me to comprehend how people can just go about coming up with these ideas. And I guess it's just all for a buck, you know? But having people speak out is huge in, in any way that you can. Um, every voice is, is, is out there. And then um, again, like, like Ryan was saying just now too, um, it's, we were, we've always been huge proponents of, of showing people, nature you have to see it to be able to respect it so getting people out there in the first place on on the trails any trails florida trail any trails um even paved trails the rail trails i, I think these are all great ways and and getting together hikes with people and stuff and and what we do with our social media stuff but but showing it to people is where you really start to get that appreciation to where they can actually become at least on some level advocates and we need more advocates. And there's a really thin line between sharing and gatekeeping uh, to where there are certain things you want to keep sacred, but the, but the, what you risk there is not exposing people to those things and making them not care about it. So to me, it's more important to kind of share and let people know how they can experience things, but also share an educational aspect of how to do it correctly, how to make it better when you're there, clean up if you find some trash, things like that. And, and um, with the advocacy as well, so many people just say, well, look what's going on. There's nothing we can do about it. Nothing we can do. Just roll over and give up. But that's not true. People, small people with big voices make changes every day and they stop stuff every day. And you have to keep doing it. It's not something that's just going to you do this. And it stops and it's never going to happen again. Unfortunately, it's a constant thing. People have to to speak up and say and go to their meetings, not just say something on Facebook and a comment, but go to your meetings, talk to your legislators, um, be the squeaky wheel. Otherwise it's definitely good. It's going to change a lot quicker than we even think if none of us talk. Mm -hmm. Well, rainbow river was a great example of that. So there was a, uh, there was a developer that had some land out there and he was going to turn it into a resort. And I believe the uh, County commission, if I'm not mistaken, was initially receptive. But then there was this community effort to uh, really oppose it. 
and it went on for a while and it's a Cinderella story where this area was slated for a uh, kind of a, you know, a, I believe it was an RV park and a resort right on the Rainbow River, which, yeah. but uh, the, not only did the, uh, the gentleman scrap the plans, he signed it over in a conservation easement. So it is now protected. Nice. So I think that so was- Misty, you hiked you hiked the Florida Trail, you would probably recognize um, the same landowners who did that owned Westgate Resort. Yes. Uh, so you've seen the giant cement teepees and <laughs> it's a little ridiculous out there. I can't say I've ever really, we've hiked past it. I've never explored too much. It's not my style, but maybe if that's the stepping stone for somebody Who's not, you know, they, they're a air conditioned explorer. Yes. <laughs> and then maybe that's a stepping stone to get them to appreciate something. Cause it is really great that he ended up turning this land over. Um, ironically, it's because of that and other issues. So when I spoke to you before, I was working for a general contractor um, and Westgate was one of their clients. <laughs> <laughs> so um that was one of the issues that really got me to leave that business. So now I'm working for an engineering firm that does solar farms. Not that that's perfect either, but it's, it's, there's, everything's got good things and bad things about it, but I feel a little bit better going to work in what I do every day. <laughs> well, I mean, you mentioned we're a ranch. Yes. Yeah. Well, Let's I was going to say the only reason I at river ranch going through there was like, I had been grimy in the shower and I would, I, I, the houses that were just out there and I'm like, Hmm, be nice to be air conditioned right now <laughs> after, you know, three weeks out on the trail. But yeah, that would be a much nicer area if it hadn't been developed though, for sure. Yeah. And it's right up against the wildlife management area too. What is that? Kisso? Uh, Miko. Yes. Miko. Or, uh, wait, it is, it is Kisso. Kisso. It's Kisso. Yeah. <laughs> just north of Kisso. And it's, it's one of the first stops after you've been going for miles and miles, um, I think it, it might be like, yeah, after the um, the Seminole Ranch, it's mm-hmm. I think it's your next stop, really, where you can get a resupply. And then from there, it's a it's a Christmas. Yeah, so. it's a great area to refresh and shower. But yeah, you're 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 paying for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's for sure. And it gets more expensive from what I hear every year from the hikers telling us how much money they had to pay for some for stuff. Some bag of chips. A bag of chips. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you guys have had a good handful of episodes so far on the podcast. Um, I guess what is your, are you hoping to like release every week for like a year? Are you guys going to take like seasons? Um, how's that going to work for y'all? Just do it till you get tired? Need a break? I, I've talked to them before kind of how, because I know you do seasons and a lot of uh, podcasts do seasons. Um, right now, I and correct me if I'm wrong, Ryan, I think we're just planning on releasing once a week. Now, when my little uh, peanut comes along, <laughs> I might need to take a break, but we might have a good back backlog and chunk of episodes to get us through that. Yeah, I a lot uh, of topics to talk about. Yeah, as as far as I could tell, uh, I'm on the. I'd like to just uh, try and keep it going, but there are other factors like how can I squeeze as many episodes out of Chelsea while she still can. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'll still be here. I'll just have something more vocal on my lap. (laughs) No, um, it's, 
not only is it just doing the podcast episodes, I genuinely enjoy hanging out with Chris and Chelsea because it's um I, I enjoy going to their house when they come over to my house it's great we stand outside at night um looking for fireflies talking about the things we love in florida we generally have a great time and and the podcast is just um a, you know a, a an extension of that so i would like to keep it going but again you just never know what life throws at you and and, and how things will happen but uh, as far as i can tell i'm happy with the things are going right now Awesome. Awesome. Do you guys have a favorite episode you've done so far? I think every time we release an episode, I say that was my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, we, we all do fist bumps at the, at the end of the episode. We, we <laughs> Ryan wraps it up and we're like, yes, that one was awesome. Let's do another one. <laughs> and there's been a handful that we finished recording. We're like, you yeah. know, and then I go back and listen to it. And I'm like, actually that wasn't as bad as I thought. Um, but I really liked the, um, I really like, even though when we started this, I don't think interviewing people was really a part of what we were going to do. That aspect has been one of my favorite parts. Um, yeah. Right. Uh, just finding uh, different experts in the field to, to, to talk to, because they've, they've taught me quite a bit just from the little, the few we've talked to today. And these are people I already knew most of them. Um, anyways, we've got some cool people on, and then we've got a, a running list of ideas for that too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I enjoy I enjoy the um, I enjoy having the guests on uh, a lot. Now, it's a definitely different dynamic. I'm not as comfortable because I feel like I have to keep things um, moving, even though that's not my 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 exact role. It's just you know things going on in my head that that I feel and and I did I make more mistakes, more filler words, more this, more that. So usually editing a guest episode just takes so much more work. But um, if, if the three of us are sitting at the kitchen table laughing and going back and forth, uh, gosh, I this episode that we're dropping tomorrow, I had to make one change. And that was a long pause at the beginning. Other than that, it just I usually they just sail right through. Uh, yeah, that's a, the plus and the positive and the negative of it. But uh, having guests on is, is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely understand that aspect of it and having to go through because some guests, you know, I have a garden podcast too. And some, there's more, I'd say, on the garden podcast side who have been interviewed in other gardening podcasts. And so some people are more f comfortable and others aren't. And so you have to go through and edit a lot of ums. I do a lot of ums and I'm like, I didn't know I was doing ums that day, but apparently I was. <laughs> and, you know, you know. Sometimes ums flow, but a lot of times they don't. So go through and do that. And I, you know, I, I'm kind of like you, Ryan, I will stumble over my words a lot and, and try to keep things flowing and lose track of where I'm going. So I understand where that is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I know when I first did that podcast with you, that was the first time we had ever done anything like that. And then listening to it and I was like mortified by my witch's cackle, uh, <laughs> which I've, I've, I've come to accept now. <laughs> um a little more than i did but i was just like i didn't even know i did that oh my gosh it's so awful i can't believe <laughs> but yeah I, I think everyone's like that when they hear themselves for the first time though yeah no and i definitely do not listen to myself and other people interview me i'm like thanks for the interview but i will not listen to it i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> um, the few people that have come up to me about the podcast that have made compliments 
it's like, oh, your podcast, it's, it's, you know, I really enjoy it. Chelsea's great, you know, so she she definitely nets the, from, you know, people talking to me, uh, the, 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 I, she nets the most compliments. Well, oh, I, thank you. <laughs> I think Chelsea, I mean, well, I will agree. I think Chelsea, you're the, uh, I mean, you're the, you are the bubbly, you get to, you do transition the topics, I think, between you and Ryan and Chris or the guest, I think you're really good at, at doing that. I try. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> and I don't know if you've noticed, but yeah, I was going to say, you can, you're probably going to say what I was going to say, but Chris uh, likes to put in dad jokes as much as possible. They just kind of come to the surface and I let them fly. <laughs> I, I I legitimately laugh after editing it because what I'll do is I'll I'll upload and I'd work really early in the morning. So on my way to work, when an episode drops, I'll listen to it just to make sure everything's good to go and I didn't miss anything on editing. And I'm always laughing when Chris does. I don't know why they I find him so funny, but I do. Glad <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody uh, does. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't want to take up both of y'all's evenings too much uh, longer, or all three. I keep saying both because I see two different screens. I don't want to take up <laughs> all of y'all's uh, evenings any For longer. Um, <laughs> do you have any final remarks you want to say about the podcast episode you recommend people to start with or, you know, advocacy tips for folks? I know that's a lot advocacy to close out with. Tips. No, <laughs> advocacy tips would definitely to follow along with our, our partner, the Florida Springs Council, because they actually make it really easy to speak up to. They have this, from what I hear, really expensive software uh, that you can, uh, they put kind of prompts saying, hey, this is legislation that's coming into effect. And here you can just press this button and it'll send an email to the representatives that need to uh, see the email and you can edit it as, as much as you want to or change change it. They have it pre-filled out, but you're able to change it if you wish. And it just makes it super easy to be able to speak up and speak out. Um, that would be one of the things that I think uh, people really need to take from it. I mean, we kind of more do the entertainment aspect, but if you want to make a change, that's definitely a group to follow. Okay. Yeah. Find find things that that interest you and you're and you're passionate about as far as conservation stuff like that and uh, try not to spread yourself too thin though because I feel like uh, <laughs> do that sometimes like you you can you can be passionate about so many different things but you you really you got to focus on a on a handful of things if you're really gonna be able to have the time to to do that and and make a difference in those things. Yeah, I I agree with uh, what Chelsea said it really well. Uh, so. If, I like the Springs. Well, I think everyone, uh, you know, here on the podcast likes the Springs. And if you're, if you're aligned with the Springs, the Florida Springs council does give these alerts out, but you know, that's, there's so many different layers to Florida. If you, if you care about like Indian river lagoon, where the man, you know, the, uh, the nutrient pollution there is killing the seagrasses, giving to these, the sea turtles are covered in tumors. It's absolutely horrible. If you look at those, um manatees are, are starving to death in south florida you have these you know all over the state uh there's these, these issues with water quality uh there's development and so find out which which area the person is passionate about find a local organization that's aligned with that 
and then get involved that way. If it's more on the policy side, you know, you have county commission, you have um, you have state reps and state senators that that you know go to Tallahassee, and they're pretty accessible. So that you know, they're the um, the reason a lot of I think a lot of these outrageous bills get introduced and pushed through is because uh, I think a lot of people in Florida are, are concerned about the space balloons that are in the sky, you know, and, so, and some of the some of the things that are happening thousands of miles away that doesn't have a lot to do with us, but it's, you know, very politically uh, provocative. Meanwhile, I mean, they had a uh, they had a rep introduce a bill limiting any local government from trying to improve water quality in Florida. It was it was just outrageous. Um, that one's in committee right now. I don't know if it'll be heard, but it, it's stuff like that. So yeah, just find the the organization and the level, and then start learning about it. And um, I mean, it's it you know it's yeah that can make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So where can people follow you guys and listen and find all of the podcast episodes? Well, I have the Instagram account is the one I'm most active with. Ryan uploads all of our episodes uh, to pretty much any platform, correct, Ryan? Spotify, Apple Music. Um, yeah, this place you can listen free. I mean, this. <laughs> yeah. He knows more about that. Yeah, we're on Buzzsprout and that, and or they distribute us to like uh, the, you know, Google, uh, Apple, Spotify. If you have an Alexa device, you can say, well, I don't want to say it because I have an Alexa <laughs> device, but tell it to play, you know, the yeah. what was that? You know, kick off our, our latest episode. So uh, those are the easy ones. Uh, but if um, you, you can stream us, whatever, uh, where most, most episodes are. Um, and Chelsea does a great job with our social media. And I'm on the Florida excursionist. If you want to hear me uh, talk about a little bit more of the environmental activism and uh Today we actually were out and we saw a beautiful fox squirrel. So I throw stuff. I like saw that. That, that was nice. That was really cool. I think it was the size of a cat. It was. It amazing. was huge. <laughs> <laughs> they are. That was a treat. That was really cool. Yeah. Nice. I saw one at Split Oak when I was there in 2020, and I was like, <gasps> and then then it was like gone before I could get my camera out. I was like, oh. <laughs> I think I actually stated that same thing when we saw the one. I was like, the last one time I saw one of these was at Moss Park when I was a kid, which is right down the road from Split Oak. So pretty much the same property. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming on the podcast, uh, coming, returning the Sunshine State Seekers and uh, coming on newly, Ryan, Florida Excursionist. I really love the podcast. I, you know, gave some feedback to, to Chelsea originally. And I think it's just like, you guys have just run with it and it's like so good. And I look forward to re to listening to it. I had a little bit of a backlog because I had spring break and I didn't listen to podcasts. And uh, so I caught up on those today and I really liked the, the Goldhead Branch State Park uh, episode. That was good. Um, enjoyed that. And, you know, it's just a little bit of Florida that I can, that I can absorb and listen to every week. And I really love it. So oh. that's it for my conversation with the Florida Madcaps. Chris and Chelsea Stevens and Ryan Worthington. 
You can find the show notes for the podcast at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com where you'll find links on where to follow the three of them on social media. If you enjoyed if you enjoyed the episode, please consider leaving a five-star rating on iTunes or Spotify and letting your hiking friends know about the podcast. Until next time, happy hiking.